<laughs> Perfect. Dedrick Hilton. We have an amazing show for everyone tonight. I mean, guys, look, we bringing that fresh live content to you, and you do not want to miss this. The topic that we have to talk about is some major eye-opening topic. I hope everyone's doing well on this amazing uh, Monday night. You know, I mean, what great way to start off your Monday by watching some paranormal news. Let's get right on into it. Tonight, the first topic we're going to talk about. Now, this is a very interesting one because let me tell you something what's great about Hoodoo Lounge Paranormal News. We cover paranormal news worldwide. That's right, worldwide. Paranormal is just not isolated to the United States, it's not isolated to our backyard. We cover news worldwide. So I have a very interesting story. Very, very interesting. I came across a story that was cut by archaeologists in Poland. That's right. Poland. Poland. Paranormal family that they showed them uncovering live remains. Well, live being streamed air live, but remains of a female vampire. That's right. You're looking at it right here. The corpse of a female vampire was discovered in Poland. Now, let's slow this down a little bit and observe what you're looking at. It has what they call that, a sickle around its throat. Also, its feet was um, padlocked. This is a female skeleton that they have found. Its feet was padlocked. They believe that this female was going to reanimate and come back to life. That's right. Reanimate and come back to life. So as you can see, the sickle around its throat. So once it reanimated, they put the sickle there because that's a blade, for those of y'all don't know. Once she reanimated and lift her neck up, it would slice her throat. That's right. So you're looking at the remains 
and it was discovered by archaeologists. And there's actually another one here. Let me see. I think we have another good footage. Check this out. You see that there? That's them, the archaeologists, doing the research. And they also had a cross around it, too, I guess, to protect them in case you reanimated. But there was also a male body that was found, too. Now, what's interesting about this story is this corpse dates back hundreds of years ago. Hundreds of years ago. And for us to unearth that, now, this date back before vampire was a thing in movies and TV shows. That's what's so interesting about this discovery. So this was being spoken about before, probably around biblical times, that this was being spoken about, about people reanimating and uh, tormenting individuals and people within the villages and so forth. So are vampires a real thing? Well, we're looking at the possibility of a corpse. And what's interesting is that in today's time, in the age of the Aquarius, we are starting to see things that were taught to us as folklores. Folklores are really not folklore. There's some evidence now that they may be true. Situations that may seem far-fetched are now there's a strong possibility it might be true. Now, if you look at the photo over here, it looks like the one to the far left. Yes, that blade is right up there close. And the article stated that there was reports why they buried her like this. So this just wasn't off for speculation. <laughs> you know, what's interesting about this is they stated that there was other reanimations, other reanimations of people coming up out the grave. So were they burying people alive? Did they have some type of virus or illness that they, the community was unaware of at the time and they were burying them alive? Did they have some form of rabbit rabies that was unidentifiable in this time? Now, keep in mind, we're talking about hundreds of years ago. We're not talking about in the last four or five years. But just that the community, so there had to be something for in the community to take place for them to, A, chain her ankles together, and to put this sickle around, this blade around her throat. So if she reanimated, once again, it'll slice her throat. Now, like I said, it was reports of people becoming violent in this community where this was found. It was documented. So it was no longer speculation. It was actually documented here. So like I said, in the age of Aquarius, truth is being revealed. Truth is being revealed, spiritual family. And hey, the things that really go bump in the night really might be going bump in the night. And no, this is not a, a blood drinking cult. So when I first came across it, I did my research and I said, well, maybe it was just a, a cult community or something that was being rabbit. And it was, and it stated. You can look the article up yourself, it's online. And, and this was done recently, actually. This was uh, found earlier September. Earlier September, and there's a live video of it and everything. Uh, early September, paranormal family. So it's not something that was dug up like 10 years ago. This was a recent discovery. Age of Aquarius, truth shall be revealed. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So moving right along, I want to talk to you guys because right now, we have a lot of spiritual people that watch our show. And we all know that we in this funky retrograde energy. But I have a question. Even though we all in this retrograde energy, do a lot of you, that's just a theory, so still eerie laugh out loud. Yeah, just a theory. Family, religion, based tradition. You, you, you're right. You know? Uh, in the age of Aquarius, we are all becoming enlightened individuals. Very enlightened. We all go through spiritual gains, and at times, it feels like some of us are experiencing actual downloads. Let's have that conversation. Let's have that conversation here. Are you having spiritual downloads? Let's discuss some of these, the signs that metaphysics have been discussing in these strenuous spiritual times that we're living in. Everything is changing so rapidly before us. And it might be challenging for some of us to get our bearings, our spiritual bearings and stuff. But if you look here, 
this is about spiritual downloads. When you tap it into that higher level of consciousness. Let's discuss some of these. Because I myself, to be transparent, September has been a funky month. Energy-wise, I've been burning sage like I don't know what in the home. It's been very, very uh, uh, strange energy. Um, I'm tend to, I'm going with the flow. I'm rolling with the punches. I have been having downloads myself, so that's what prompted me to do tonight's article here. So, signs of spiritual download. Chill. Tingle. Vibrations in your crown chakra. Have you been having any chills, just random chills throughout the day? Any tingles in your spinal cord? What about ringing in your ears? I have that one myself. And vivid dreams with the scent of a message. I had the vivid dream one too. Uh, it was very vivid, matter of fact. And, and the dream was so vivid to the point, like mine has something to do with water. And I don't want to say what was in the water because uh, it creeps me out. But my dream was so vivid that I could feel the water in the dream like, Splashing on me. And, and even though the scientists have said that when we're in REM mode, rapid eye movement, sleep, that we tend to dream in black and white, not color. But I believe that, just my belief as a metaphysical spiritualist, I believe dreams sometimes take us to other spiritual realms. Hey there, Horny Christy. How you doing? And takes us into other spiritual realms. And these spiritual realms sometimes will show us things in that dimension, what we should be focusing on in this dimension. All the, hey, fire moves going on. So let's go on to right here. Random waking up in the middle of the night, usually between 3 and 5 a.m. I had that one too. And, and, and sometimes I don't go to sleep until about 4.30 or 5. Now, you know they say 3 o'clock. 3 a.m. is a spiritual time. Some people say that's when the devil is playing. All depends on what school of thought you're coming from. It could mean different things. But I believe also at 3 a.m., our spiritual self is waking us up because it's trying to tell us something. If I wake up at 3 a.m., I go meditate. I don't turn the TV on. I go ahead and meditate. Uh, I believe that's my spiritual body telling me, hey, you need to get balanced. Something's going on. If you usually wake up at 3 a.m., also it could be a sign, 3 to 5 a.m., a sign of anxiety. So you're waking up out of REM sleep, a sign of anxiety. But these are signs of spiritual downloads, though, because oftentimes when you tap into these higher forms of anxiety, it actually, what's interesting is you recognizing your anxiety sometimes or a deeper form of your anxiety is you going into a deeper level of consciousness because everybody has some form of anxiety. But the thing is, we don't realize what caused our anxiety. Get activation upload. I get access to more information. My consciousness expands. I don't get any of these so-called symptoms. Okay. Instantaneous access to higher information. All right. Well, you just stated that. One of them is instantaneous access to higher information and wisdom. You haven't had before. The witching hour, that's right. Some people call it the witching hour or the demon hour or the devil hour. Uh, so right here you have instantaneous access to higher information and wisdom. And that's the whole point of the download. It's a, it's a spiritual download. These are certain signs. Uh, like, for example, and I'm just talking about Southern folklore. The elders would say, if, you, uh, if your ears is ringing, that means someone's talking about you. They're having a conversation about you. Now, going back to the dream part, I have vivid dreams, very vivid dreams. My dreams always have a message to them. I was raised by the elders. If you dream about snakes, usually that's your enemies. If you dream about running water, rivers, and the water and the water is uh, aggressive and rapid, that means you might have financial problems. If the water is steady, that means your finances will be good. They say if the water is murky and dirty, you might need to start putting back for a rainy day. See, dreams could give you insight and download. All depends on the community you come from, too. You know, but like they said, here, instantaneous access to higher information and wisdom you haven't had before. That's the whole point of the download, to enlighten you, to put you on a path. But these are signs. And, you know, everybody, some people have one, some people have two, some people have none. Let's move right along. Random burst of energy and inspiration. 
random bursts of energy and inspiration. Now, me being a parapsychologist and being my background is in counseling and clinical therapy, this is interesting. Why? Because in the clinical world, they will say random bursts of energy and inspiration is a sign of bipolar, of manic behavior. But in the metaphysic world, it's a sign of spiritual download. So when people are not sleeping, people are not getting rest, that could be seen as a sign of anxiety too. But in the metaphysical world, it's a sign of spiritual download. You're telepathic. Yeah, yeah. And it'll start tweaking you and, and you, you know, you'll get stronger in different areas. You'll get stronger in different areas. But I want to talk about this here because what happened if, and this is why I believe in holistic counseling, which I also offer, holistic counseling. Because holistic counseling gives you a different view from standard clinical counseling. It gives you a different perspective. Clinical will list that behavior, spiritual family, as bipolar. It'll list it as manic behavior. But the metaphysics say, no, you're tapping into a different realm about yourself you're tapping into a, a deeper level of consciousness about yourself so that's why i, I believe you it, you should find therapy that fits your needs that fit what's going on now, i'm not telling you if you suffer severe trauma of course you should seek clinical therapy but some of this stuff that that goes on with us is not always so um it's not so clinical so to speak if i want to use that term properly it's not so clinical Sometimes it's deeper. Let's just look back at the, these last ones here. Heightened intuition and healing ability. Assessing dramatically different state of consciousness. High frequency of communication with higher self and spiritual guides. Definitely at this time, like I said, you know, rolling with the punches. Rolling with the punches, going with the times and stuff. Like, I had a client, and just put it out there. They were just talking about the job market kind of while ago. Right. And I told him, I said, you know, don't try to always control everything because that comes from a place of anxiety, the need to control, the need to be in charge. Sometimes it's just better to go with the flow of the universe. It's just better to go with the flow of the universe. Because so, when you start forcing things, the universe, it don't line up with the universe correctly. Sometimes that job call you didn't get back and you were like, oh, I really need a job. I can't believe you didn't call me back. It may be the universe telling you, no, this is your blessing. You don't need this job. That's Don't worry about it. Move on to the next thing. There's something better and greater waiting. That's when you have to start looking deeper within yourself and tap into that deeper level of consciousness. Deeper level of consciousness. Moving right along, guys. I said, we have an interesting show tonight. I got a guest I'm getting ready to bring on real soon. But before I bring them on, I'm going to put up a topic. The reason why I'm going to bring them on. So researchers have shown, and this is interesting, research has shown, NASA researchers, Four hostile alien civilizations may lurk, may be lurking in the Milky Way. That's right. Four hostile, four hostile, that's right. I want y'all to notice here. Alien civilization may be lurking in the Milky Way. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because this is going to lead into our guest. Because right now, you have the government creating the Space Force. For those of you who don't know, there's a whole new branch of the military that has been developed called Space Force. And interestingly, the people that run it, the soldiers, like how I'm a veteran myself, you know, they call us Army soldiers or whatever, you know, Marine is called this, a Navy soldier called that. They're called Guardians. That's what they're called. And this is a real branch. You can look them up. As you know, in May, the government have released 
of a study, a live study that was done on camera about the possibility of UFOs existing. And during that study, they stated, during that study that they, they actually stated that these UAPs are not part of the United States and they're not Russia and they're not China. So that opens up the possibility that there's other life forms, which they did not deny. They actually basically came out and said that, hey, you know, we're not alone. Right, and, 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 and I absolutely agree. But the, the researcher and people working with NASA, they found, they said possibly four. So that means they're still up in their communication level. This is just the beginning, which actually is not the beginning. It's just them. It's the beginning of them sharing this information with the mass public because the government knew about this prior to what's been going on lately in the news and information that's being released. And this goes into my guest for tonight. Everyone, I have a very, very exciting guest that I'm getting ready to bring on. Are you guys ready? I'm bringing on Mr. Jim Andre. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Yeah, how's it going there, Diedrich? Thanks for having me on here. It's an honor. Hey, thank you for being on. I appreciate you, brother. My pleasure. All right. So we have Jim here. And as you know, tonight's topic, one of the topics we were talking about was hostile, uh, four potential hostile alien races that might exist out there that could be a threat to humanity and Earth. And Jim, um, I want you to introduce yourself and maybe you could enlighten us on this topic. All right. Uh, I'm an alien abductee. Uh, I was abducted in the late fall of 2012. For those who are not familiar with my story, uh, I'm a retired Massachusetts constable and motor coach bus driver. And I remember, uh, distinctly remember that it was on a Wednesday night and I was sitting in front of my computer looking at the lower right hand corner of the computer monitor to know what time it was because I had to get up early to drive bus the next morning. All of a sudden, I went out and I came back to and, uh, you know, I'm like in a daze trying to figure out, you know, where I'm at. And uh, I'm looking around the room there, still sitting in front of the computer. And I glance over to the alarm clock and it said 2.57 a.m. So I'm trying to gather my thoughts. And all of a sudden, I feel an intense burning sensation on my right forearm. And I know this sounds bizarre. I mean, you know, it would be hard for me to swallow if uh, I didn't experience what I experienced. There's an alien tattoo on my right forearm that depicts an alien gray. And this is the tattoo here. Mm. Wow. Now, uh, of course, when this happened, I was beside myself. And... Uh, you know, I kept it quiet. I, I held it inside me for about a year and a half, two years. And uh, then I decided to come come out with it. I went public uh, on a local cable uh, TV news channel in my area up there in Massachusetts to explain my experience. And uh, coincidentally, the host of the show was a, an attorney for a law firm that I did hundreds of serves for as being a constable. So technically, when I came out with it at that time, I was putting my reputation on the line. But from then on, it's just been moving forward about my experience. And, uh, you know, I'm not ashamed to say what I've experienced. I mean, I know there's people that are not going to believe it. If I was on the other side of the fence, I probably wouldn't believe it myself. But uh, it's all very real. Well, you know, Jim, I believe your story should be told. Because like I said, Congress had a meeting back in May where they talked about the UAPs and you guys could go on Hoodoo Lounge uh, TV to see that. Uh, um, they spoke about the craft existing, the technology, and that they're not man-made. And what I believe as a UFO researcher, that the next wave of conversation is hearing stories from people like you that's been abducted. What was your experience like? What did you feel like? Care to share that story? Well, I mean, what I feel like, I don't know what to feel at the time. I mean, I was beside myself, you know. I mean, I, I told my, my dad about it, some family members who actually, of course, thought I was 
nuts. But uh, it, I felt I felt like you know I didn't know if if there was actually something wrong with me or that's something I had to rationalize within myself over a course of time before I felt comfortable doing what I'm doing now. So, uh, so you definitely had interaction with the grave. Um, yes. Did they give you a message? Oh yeah. I get uh, telepathic downloads. Uh, some of the viewers are familiar with this. I've, I've stated this before. Um, I get information. Yes. Okay. It's not something that I initiate. It just right. comes to me when it, when it comes to me. Right. Uh, like I said, so what is your thoughts about these four civilizations that they just sharing with us? Because my honest opinion, I believe there's more civilizations out there. But what are your thoughts to someone that's been abducted about these alien civilizations? And do you believe they're hot? Well, the thing is, you can't believe everything that the news media tells you. That's my opinion. Uh, from the information that I've gathered, um, what the... Uh, powers that be are going to be planning is a false flag alien abduction. And what I mean by that is we have the technology today where we got the holograms. We can watch Michael Jackson on stage like he's actually really there when he isn't. Um, what they're going to have is uh, holograms in the sky of UFO craft. And uh, they're going to make it look like they're lethal. They'll be firing weapons when in reality, the weapons will actually be being fired by the military itself to put fear into the masses, to give the masses uh, the idea that the extraterrestrials don't have our best interests in mind, which could be furthest from the truth. Right, right. Now, for those of y'all that's tuning in, we have our special guest here, Jim Andre. Jim, you're on the money. Because, pardon me, because the United States military is already experimenting with hologram technology. I myself is a veteran of the United States Army. And I recall being at Fort Benning and hearing sergeants and lieutenants discuss of, you know, them using hologram technology out there during Desert Storm and other wars and stuff where they'll project the image of a tank. And then right. the enemy, and they love to do it at nighttime too, they said, because uh they can see the flame the fire of, of the you know the weapons and stuff and they say right. they'll project the image of the tank and they'll even show up on the radar on the enemy radar and the enemy will shoot at it and when they see the weapons come from there that lets them know the location of their enemy so uh this hologram war or hologram warfare i should say it so to speak um what do you think is eventually is going to be the uh major goal the outcome that they want to get from it? well like i said uh you know for thousands of years they've used the fear tactic through religion itself so this is just another another tactic to uh push the envelope if you will mm. you right. know it's all about total control and their ultimate agenda and goal is to uh eventually eliminate 95 percent of the world population mm. right right a war dimmit right <laughs> now, now, you know, you remember Austin Hall's uh, 1932, I believe it was, War of the Worlds? That's right. That was, no, that was just a, that was just a, a, a radio broadcast. And people went crazy. But it had, a profound, it had a profound effect. So can you imagine what type of an effect this modern-day technology would have? Oh, yeah. If you, you know, you come outside and you look up in the sky and you see a mothership piercing through the sky. A giant mothership that takes up, you know, half majority of the sky. I mean, that would frighten the average human walking around. Exactly, uh, and not not to mention the the weapons that it'll, it'll appear that it's firing. And and uh and and the casualties that will be lost. And it, it, this is right. I you know, I tell people I said there's a reason why the space force was created. And, That's right. and you know it's in the early stages of it it's already uh, created and like i said they call them guardians they already have the anthem and everything but if you could generate fear in the public about a false alien attack that, right. gives, that gives the public it'll, it'll, it'll turn the public around when they say we need to support the space force more we need to invest more money into this program which eventually just leads them out to space to control another realm 
besides here on earth exactly and he right. says he said 95 percent of population being wiped out and and if and if it's not exactly 95 it's going to be a large number and the other portion is going to be probably most likely transported to mars why you will have space force as the space police monitoring these other planets where we'll be transported right well you know you know uh, years ago i believe it was uh president eisenhower or was it roosevelt one of them warned of the uh military industrial complex and that's exactly what we're going up against today right right um remember reagan reagan stated in one of his speeches how will humanity react and nations react if we found out we had a common enemy out in the out in space right we'll have to unite. yeah in other words he said yeah he said we'd have to unite as a as a a species against uh an alien threat now so how, that was kind of put now back then even then that's kind of putting like a hint into the mix right dropping the easter eggs <laughs> right exactly right. Yeah, yeah dropping the easter eggs uh and this is interesting because we have to look at this because well, I, you know i pay attention to what the government say and what they don't say and what they say and what they really should be saying right. so to speak you know double speak kind of <laughs> scenario uh well, and, and you know i mean today today it's all all fake news they only they only uh you know broadcast what they want you to hear right you know now for an example of what i mean the tuskegee uh tuskegee uh incident there with the uh syphilis the airmen right uh, right now that was a government program they purposely infected these these uh, black uh, sharecroppers with the virus, a syphilis virus, to do uh, medical testing on them without their knowledge. Right. Now that's factual. Now that's factual. See, back then we got factual news. Okay. We had reporters that were real reporters that were dedicated to their to their trade. But today, everything is controlled. Today, if you say something about the coronavirus or the you're gonna get banned. Pandemic. If I call it, if I call it a pandemic, they'll they'll take me off the air. See? Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You say the wrong political affiliation. Now, now, <laughs> now, how, now how would that pandemic be any different than the Tuskegee incident? Right. Right. Or or leading up to the alien attack. Upon exactly. Alien exactly. Attack. Uh, all, exactly. all, all the stuff is tied in together. And, it, and, it's, and it's interesting you say that because in 1997, I had an internship for the New York Times when news was still kind of real new, 1997. And I remember uh, going upstairs and I had an elder uh, gentleman that was like training me on how to go about finding news and how to go about reporting and getting newsworthy stuff to air. And he said, just go out, get real news and be truthful to the people. That makes right. a reporter. Today's time, these reporters are told what you're going to go out and get. You're going to they, they tell you right. what you're going to get and what you're going to report back to the people and how long you're going to be able to report in that stream. Well, you know, there are very few dedicated, I think, uh, journalists out there that are dedicated today, but uh, they're in a very hard position. Um, matter of fact, there was one that was just murdered recently for. Uh, uh, you know, coming out with stories against a politician there. I forget where that was. But uh yeah, there are there are some dedicated, but not many. Right, right. Well, you know, uh in terms of these uh four species, now you say you had contact with the grave. What, yes, the Zeta reticular, yep. What are some of the other species you think that might possibly exist? Well, you got the short grays, you got the tall grays, you got the uh, Anunnaki. They got, you know, there's, there's probably, I don't know, there's probably 60 plus species out there, different species. You think any of the humans you know, are? And I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and say that they all have our best interests in mind, but I, I believe the majority do. Right. right. Hence why some of these UAPs are being seen right now. Um, They've been spotted over our nuclear power plants. Um, maybe they've sending us a warning that we shouldn't be toying around with this type of bomb. 
Well, you know, what that what that tells me is that they're doing their dry runs with their technology mm. uh, in order to save man from man himself, because there's no doubt in my mind that man is on a path of self-annihilation. Um, but when them UFOs are seen over these military bases, which they've been seen worldwide, by the way, uh, they cut the power to the uh, nuclear weaponry, to the whole system. Yes. And it takes the military, it takes the military 24 hours to reboot the system back to uh, firing status. So right. that tells me they're doing their due diligence to protect us from ourselves. And um, I mean, you know, there's other stuff I can say about the uh, Georgia Guidestones. They were sabotaged. Yes, they were sabotaged. They were sabotaged by the Zeta Reticula mm. purposely to send a message to the one percent or the powers that be to start messing around with that hadron collider where they're smashing atoms trying to uh discover the god particle mm. and, you know because hey, they, yeah. they they don't know they don't they don't know what they're doing they don't know what they're playing with uh interesting we have um big he stated they have bases underwater here on earth and that and big you're absolutely correct because think about this here as you know, the Tic Tac object was seen a lot around the water and naval ships and stuff. And I know they're looking out there uh, beyond in different galaxies and so forth and looking for uh, different communication of life forms. Because China also extended their satellite technology to try to communicate with species abroad too. But right here on Earth in our ocean might be the strong possibility of alien bases. Oh yeah, there, there, there are there are bases uh, spread all over the world in the water. I mean, there's one location that that I know of, uh, which is uh, called the Puerto Rico Trench. It's in the, I guess, mid Atlantic somewhere, uh, which is uh, over five miles deep. Mm. Now, for those that are tuning in, let's connect history with some science. Columbus himself has stated that when he was sailing over here, he saw objects and lights in the sky that he could not explain that will raise up out the waters and shoot off in the heavens. And he'll see them descend from the heavens into the water too. And this is another reason right. why they didn't want to release Columbus' diary because the diary was going to, it just wasn't telling about, you know, the natives and who he encountered over here. But he also was going to, he also was telling about what other species or other life form or objects that was being seen at that time too you know so yeah uh you said puerto rico near near puerto rico most likely then he said about five yeah miles you can google uh puerto, yeah puerto rico trench uh, the the depth of the ocean atlantic ocean in that area is over five miles which is which is very deep i mean a lot of pressure with that depth. yeah that is yeah Five miles deep. Yeah, that that is that's some serious pressure, um, which once again explains that these tic tac objects. We have to question their technology because if they could descend that deep into the water at, at those rapid speeds. Well, yeah, from what I from what I understand, what they do is they use some type of energetic field, which actually, you know, in other words, the lower they go, the the uh, the um, pressure expands to the pressure coming in. So basically, it's like a counteraction of the force. And that's how they're able to travel the speed. You know, they can speed through the water. The water doesn't hold them back because they're right. in like a bubble. They're in a, like an, uh, the best way I could explain it it's is a, crappy, uh, an, 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 an energetic bubble. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I saw that. And you're actually right, Vic. I saw that. The Russia had a uh, fight with nine foot aliens underwater um i saw that and i also saw the uh the report about the um crafts flying over russian uh nuclear plant power plants and it turned off their system and active it well i also saw one where they triggered their missile system and could have started a world war three and it was able to shut it down fortunately in due time so yeah like there might be some out there that's hostile and there's some that that want to help us my question is that, and I'm quite sure a lot of the public is curious about this: is are there any humanoid amongst us? 
any humanoid? And how can we trace them or track them? Are we the humanoid? Let's well, I, I will tell you, we all we all have alien DNA. Mm. So, if we all have alien DNA, do you think that our our the psychic abilities that we have? And that we trigger or we find out by ourselves or these downloads like i was talking about earlier the higher levels of consciousness and enlightenment do you think that's us tapping into our alien dna supposedly well that's a possibility that is a possibility i believe we all have different gifts but the the key to initiate whatever gift that you want to utilize is got to be built on the foundation of belief in other words you have to believe that you can if you're trying to do something or practice something that's, uh, you know, out of the ordinary and you've got this little voice in the back of that, your head that says, uh, what am I doing this for? What am I stupid? This is never going to work. It never will. And I believe that's why the majority don't experience uh, the pleasure of using the gifts that they are actually born with. Yes. And, and uh, it's a lot of negative manifestation. Uh, a lot of negative manifestation, yes. that seed of doubt that just keep blossoming in our heads. Um, and hey, Jonathan, and and you know, and that goes back into the downloads, meditating, uh, cleansing your home, becoming right. balanced and whole, whole with yourself, looking within and seeing the diamond or the superior uh, spiritual being with inside. Uh, I, I I could dig. I I could. I'm receptive to us having alien DNA because I do believe mm. that we're tied to something greater beyond our planet i had a theory this right, is my exactly and and you can and i want you to enlighten me on you know what you think about this theory jim i had a theory i had a well, theory yeah, i mean we're we're, we're we're a part of the universe right you know what we are everything in is in existence is the universe experiencing itself in a gazillion different ways all at one time I absolutely agree. I had a theory that we was uh, brought down here by aliens and they brought us down here and they come back to visit and see how we evolve as a species. And, exactly. You know, they, they monitor our progress. Yeah. Right. Over that's time. Exactly, that's, they, they monitor our progress from a behind the scenes approach because they realize that we're free will individuals, free will spirits. They don't want to intervene and force us to do anything against our will. But the way the world is heading today, there is going to come a, a point where they will intervene, you know, in order to save man from man himself. Hence why you will see on the Egyptian pyramids uh, craft aircraft that resemble airplanes or a jet engine. You see it on um, the aboriginals in Australia and other um indigenous civilizations on their writings and stuff they even found uh, on the taino caves in dominican republic uh drawings that look like spacecraft objects and we've been we've been visited for a long time by our ancestors oh yeah yeah and you know i think a lot of that started you know in, in recent uh i say recent history well i mean like maybe a couple of thousand years ago with egypt with the anunnaki um and I believe the Anunnaki uh, had to, you know, I can give you a quick rundown of, of what I what I uh, believe, what my theory is. I believe that we are a product and result of an experiment performed by a higher intelligence of life, which are the extraterrestrials themselves. Mm. Our DNA and the DNA of the great ape species is 98 to 99% identical. So through... Uh, you know, genetic manipulation, artificial insemination between the great ape species and the alien species, they created man. Now, once they created man, like we were speaking about before, they monitored from monitored him from a distance to, to see his progress. Now, one thing, one thing that was slow was his intelligence and advancing. So that's when they built the island of Atlantis. Mm that right. served as a learning facility to jumpstart man's knowledge. Now that's how they built the pyramids with the, the help of the aliens. Okay. So at that time they taught man, 
you know, engineering, mathematics, calculations, astronomy, the whole works. They built the pyramids. Today, we have uh, architects and scientists that can't duplicate the precision that the pyramids were built with, with all the technology we have today. That's right. So the question is, how could they have possibly done it back then? And not only that, pyramids are found on all four corners of the world. That's Back right. then, there was no way of commu there was no way of communication like we have today. So something from somewhere had to help us out with that. We didn't we didn't come up with that on our own. To come up with to come up with the visualization of it too, like you look at the Mayans and Inca, <clears throat> they had pyramids. Now, we, now, now, when you have when you get all all these uh, depictions of these aircrafts and all that stuff, where would they have gotten that thousands of years ago? Unless right. they they actually seen one. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. And and, and so graphic and detailed, by the way, a paranormal family. If you go look up uh, aircrafts on pyramid walls, Google that. You go like what? Like yeah, this is found in, in South America. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. With like with, with like jet engines on it. Where did this come from? Right. Where exactly. Did this come from? You know. Hey, and they look, even have they even have depictions of astronauts in spacesuits. Exactly. You know? And it, and if you want to get biblical for our fellow Christians out there, the Book of Ezekiel, the spinning wheel. Mm -hmm. the spinning wheel. That so, describes an alien craft, right? That's right. So I mean that we I it, it could be them coming down, check out Bermuda Triangle calls by underwater alien colony. You know, I thought about that. And and also thought about that about uh, we're gonna touch on that. Great Jonathan, great question. Jonathan asked, is the Bermuda Triangle created by alien colony? And before we jump into that, look because that's gonna lead into that. Look in the background at my um at the pyramids in the background. Well, I love I love that background. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I love that background. A lot of people don't realize those are actually communication portals. They 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 channel energy from the tip of them exactly, and they were created on. If you look at it on uh, Google, they're created on certain axes that create certain energy. So check it out. But this goes back into Atlantis. Atlantis, they say had lasers. Which could right, have exactly. They actually have, and, that's, that, that, and they're lined up. They're lined up perfectly with the stars astronomically. That's right. They're on the grid, perpendiculars, and all that. And now it goes right back into what Jonathan asked. The Bermuda Triangle has an underbase colony, alien colony. Who knows? Like because aircraft disappear without a trace, without any fragments or anything. Like we all seen planes go down an ocean, and you see like a door or something floating somewhere. But this here is like something disintegrates them with it, nothing. So what if there might be alien advanced alien technology in the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, I believe there is. I believe there is because there's a lot of paranormal uh, phenomenon that, that goes on in that area. A whole lot. Um, I remember seeing oh, a doctor oh, yeah. where the guy had a barge and the rope froze in midair, but it wasn't attached to anything. And he said it was cold as ice when he was uh, cutting through there. Look at when airplanes travel, you have the magnet go crazy on the compass. Right. Yeah, they lose all their, all their compasses and, and uh, gauges, and uh, it's like they're flying blind. Flying blind. Yeah, yeah. And um, in the, the, I think Bermuda Triangle is actually the deepest part of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, and also all the ships that went missing. Right. And and not only that, and not only that, different sightings of ghost ships in that area. Reappearing. And and these sightings, once again, paranormal family was also dated back in Columbus Diary. And other sailors right. have seen craft that from certain areas that shouldn't be sailing reappearing. Right. Ghost ships reappearing. They're called dead zones. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fly over that. Matter of fact, I don't think too many planes do fly over those uh regions. It's interesting. Yeah, it's almost like a, it's like it's almost like a recording from the past. You know what I mean? Right. Like a replay. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, Jim, I want to thank you for coming on tonight's show. You guys give Jim a round of applause. There's gonna be more Jim to come. We're gonna have Jim <laughs> on again. Jim, I love to have you back on here. And uh, let's thank you. Uh, next time.
I, I'd be honored to come back, and uh, I thank you for having me. Thank you. All right, guys. Uh, Jim, we'll see you again later, Jim. All right. See you on the next one. All right, guys. Hey, you know what? It's time for a commercial break, everyone. You know, that was awesome. Uh, Jim. But look, we got a commercial break. You guys stay tuned. I want to share something amazing with you for Hoodoo Lounge TV that is coming and already has arrived. Just, Just watch. As you know, Halloween season is amongst us. And during Halloween time, everyone loves to watch paranormal and get into the paranormal, right? So researchers have shown, parapsychologists and so forth have shown that uh, when you come across a ghost, temperature tends to change. When you come across a ghost, temperature tends to change. That's right. So this is what research has shown. Now, if you do paranormal investigations, like myself, or you're a paranormal researcher, like myself, you most likely take a thermometer or some type of temperature device with you. Have you ever, have anybody ever been walking somewhere and you just felt a drastic cold chill where the air changed so drastically that you could see the cold breath? Have you ever, or, or better yet, get to this. Now, they say it tends to get cold, but I have spoke with people before during research where they say they would walk through somewhere and they felt a, a hot spot, a heated spot. Now, I'm located near Georgia and South Carolina coastal region. Amongst the Geechee culture, they say when you walk down a dirt road and you walk across a drastic hot spot, they say you don't walk through the devil or you don't walk through some bad spirit. But nonetheless, all these are spirits, ghosts, demons, how you want to chuck it up. But have you experienced any change in temperature? If so, you yourself might have walked through a ghost. These are just little tips when you're doing your paranormal investigation. And if you feel it, use your phone. Your phone has apps in it now 
that uh, you could download a thermometer or some type of temperature gauge that could measure the temperature and see for yourself what the temperature is. Now, if you're standing in this one spot and you notice the temperature dropped by a whole lot and then you move somewhere else and there's no air blowing anywhere, you yourself just might have walked through a ghost. That's right, spiritual family. Well, look, moving right along, I'm not going to hold you out too long. I want to uh, share this here. That's right. Rock the Ghost Walk in Hamlet, North Carolina, October 14th and the 15th. That's coming up very soon. Go ahead and get your tickets. Rock the Ghost Walk in Hamlet, North Carolina, October 14th and 15th. I myself will be there. Check it out. And we have another one, World Largest Ghost Hunt. When the world comes together for one purpose, Hamlet Depot Museum, Hamlet, North Carolina. You guys make sure you show up for this. This is an event you do not want to miss. Oh, yeah, I'm excited about that. I love a good ghost walk. And what's good is with the ghost walk, they're going to show you how to use paranormal equipment. So if you're in the era, come on out. You know, bring the kids and have a good time and everything and, and learn what paranormal science is all about. Now, I want to talk to you guys. Like I said, I know we were talking about spiritual stuff and we were talking about spiritual things earlier. And I said energy has been funky, right? And for those of you guys that are experiencing funky energy, a way to protect yourself if you experience some funky energy is you need to invest in some hot foot powder. That's right. This is an old southern remedy. You can put it down around your homes. You can put it down in your office to protect you from bad energy or negative people. It's an old hoodoo way of practicing to protect yourself. Not necessarily spell work, but I know people that have bad company come over to their house. They don't want certain family members or friends come on over. So you put some hot foot powder down around and uh, you can put it around the side of your house. You can put it underneath your bed. You can put it behind the TV. You can put it in your office by your desk if you work in an office or a cubicle. And what this does is it protects you from negative energy, negative people, negative energy, and it creates peace. It also generates peace. And yes, Christian merit. yes, the energy has been wild. That's why I put this up here. The energy has been wild for this month. Please, everybody, just roll with the punches. Just roll with the punches. Uh, no, it's not Epsom salt. It's black hot foot powder. That's what it is. It's black hot foot powder, not Epsom salt. Uh, before, if you don't have hot foot powder, you could bless sea salt and put sea salt down, too. It has spiritual components added to itself, too. But protect yourself. Um, just don't push anything. Just roll with the punches. Don't push anything. Don't push. It's not the time this month to be pushing deals. I wouldn't start doing that um read over contracts if it feel like people are wasting your time it's the energy it's not the people we in that retrograde energy there and protect yourself now guys i have a very very good announcement a very very good announcement that i want to share with you guys i've been saving this but i'm going to share it with everybody because that's what i do so i want to share it with you guys that's right Hoodoo Lounge Paranormal News is being aired in the movie Pay to Die. That's right, Pay to Die. Hoodoo Lounge Paranormal News will be in the movie Pay to Die. I'll let you guys know the announcing dates and stuff when it'll be aired and streamed. It'll be on DVD. You could get it out of Walmart. It'll be on streaming networks. And they invited me on to play the role of myself, Hoodoo Lounge Paranormal News. So yes, I'll be playing the role of myself. And you can find me on imd.com, Dedrick Hilton, imd.com. You can find me on imd.com. That's right. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to our show tonight. We, uh, we're gonna have more great content coming. Just stick around, man, you know, and share this with your friends and family and loved ones. And this, this is what it's about. You know, on, on Hoodoo Lounge Paranormal News, we're gonna bring the truth to you because the truth has the right to be shared and we don't hide anything. We're bringing you pure, raw, live truth on Voodoo Lounge Paranormal News. Stay alert, stay protected, stay blessed, paranormal family. And I'll see you guys soon.